Welcome to this week's episode of Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I drink your milkshake. And this week we are talking about season one of The Witcher on Netflix. Uh, why did you make that face when I said that I drink your milkshake? Because Does everybody here knows exactly what face you made. I'm intolerant of lactose. I'm not saying like I have like a disorder. <laughs> I just don't like lactose in general, so I'm intolerant of it. So what's your... <laughs> are you intolerant of people who drink it as well? Who are going to put my presence? Yes, whoever gets a job... At Highland Dairy Farms, they're they're dead to me. So, what's your preferred uh, milk alternative? Oh, none. <laughs> uh, soda. <laughs> so, when you have cereal, how do you eat your cereal? Uh, I eat it dry, like a real man would. <laughs> real man or real woman? Sorry, I didn't want to gender that issue. <laughs> like a real human? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Like a real human being, as as human beings often refer to themselves. I drink lactate because I don't like stomach aches. So what? Who cares? I just mash up some tons on top and then give a little color and flair. Because the only cereal I eat is uh, Captain Crunch berries. So I've already got plenty of color. I just hate the fact that I aged out of being legally allowed to eat tricks. (laughs) Yeah, bitch. Yeah. I have tried many times. The cashier always says, show me your ID. And I'm like, I don't have one. I'm a child. And they're like, nice try. Yeah, I got a fake ID just so I can eat tricks. probably shouldn't be wearing my rabbit ears at the same time. Time, but yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, Man, the fuck's the matter? With anyway, uh, for The Witcher, uh, so how well versed were you in The Witcher world before uh, you started watching the show? I knew that the games existed uh, because I worked at Best Buy in the games department uh, about a decade ago. Actually, a decade ago, I did. And uh, the really cool part about that is I never played The Witcher games. <laughs> Uh, for myself, I have read all the books. I've read all the comics. There's, I want to say, 50 issues out right now by Dark Horse that are all original stories told, not adapted from previous works. Uh, um, and The Witcher 3 is my favorite game of all time. I'm not interested unless there is nudity involved in the comic books or books. It, well, yeah, there is. And there's also, it's in the video games too. The, the amount of nudity that you saw in the Wait, TV you series. Me you see titties in the video games? Yes. Like the amount of nudity that you saw in the show is just as prevalent in every medium for this story. I'm going to YouTube this uh, <laughs> so hard when I get home tonight. Yeah, put it on your big screen TV. Make sure to do Apple Play and have it show up on there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Me, uh, some candles, <laughs> and like six boxes of tissues. And nothing but it. your blinds being open. Yeah. Wide open. <laughs> Uh, you got to let the world know. So, obviously, with this having at least 50 issues of comic, we decided, mostly, I put my foot down. I was like, we're doing this, whether Matt wants to or not. Yeah, uh, I got my way with Star Wars, which yeah. is now <laughs> uh, Henchman of Comics uh, canon. Yes. As a comic. Yeah. So, clearly, the most important medium for this is now comics. Uh, yep. Not the seven books or the multi-billion dollar selling video game franchise, just the 50 issues of Dark Horse comic. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, which is why we're talking about it today. Uh, so, before you start, spoilers for The Witcher. Yeah, is uh, this the one that has Ganon and Link in it? Uh, no, no, no. This is the one that has Frodo and Bilbo. Sweet. I've uh, seen that one. So, before you started watching it, wh- what were your thoughts? Were you like, I really don't want to do this, or I saw the trailer and it looked kind of cool, or I like, or, I like Superman, so I'll check it out. Uh, somebody showed the world, uh, a picture of Henry Cavill shirtless 
in the hot tub and the whole world was like, okay. <laughs> that was you. You were part of the whole world. You're like, okay, yeah, I get it. I He clearly put some time into this and I'm going to respect the time he put into this. <laughs> it is, I need to respect an artist at work. Just because I'm watching this with my pants off doesn't mean anything, everybody. It just means that, you know, hey, take a bath every once uh-huh. in a while. <laughs> so we're going to jump around a bit. And I know. Oh, are we? Are we going to jump around a bit? Much like Why the show. Why would we do that? Uh, I know there are some complaints because some people are upset that the show was set in different timelines. There's three protagonists. Uh, there's the Witcher girl, uh, Yennefer, the wizard, uh, and, <laughs> and Siri, uh, the royal princess. Uh, but they're all not told like in my phone. No, no, not quite. Uh, they're all told in different timelines. A lot of people thought that was confusing and didn't like that approach. I had no problem with it, but I also knew the story uh, beforehand, so I knew what was going on. How would you feel about that? <coughs> well, here's the thing, bud, is I read ahead of time <laughs> that the uh, show jumped around, so I knew what the fuck was happening. Did it seem that confusing to you? Because it really didn't seem like it was like all that. Like, any confusion to me was like, oh, I kind of like, oh, that's a nice little twist. Like, it presented a twist. I was able to follow it because... I uh, have an IQ over like 25. (laughs) I was able to follow things that are called twists and turns in movies. And not everybody can do that. So I appreciate the fact that so many of us out there had issues with it. And, you know, that's why the Hingeman of Comics is here is we're here to help you out. But I will say the last episode when everything finally came together was a bit like, I'm not exactly sure what's going on because the time jumps I get and then everything finally molding together. I'm like, when did this? Yeah. I'm a little confused, but I yeah, get well, it. When it all finally came together, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's not how this show works. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a little strange, but I, I was fine with it. Like, I don't, I don't care. I wasn't totally lost. It's a story that you don't have to pay as much attention to as maybe the game of Thrones. We're not watching game yeah. of Thrones here. Although at the same time we are watching game of Thrones. Although one thing I think this does a better job than game of Thrones. And this not, this, this was never game of Thrones intent, but like in the Witcher, like, there's not just, like, true evil and, like, true bad. Sometimes there is. But you operate, like, in a world of greys, which really showed in the first episode with uh, Geralt dealing with the wizard in the small town in Renfrey. And he wasn't sure who really was the true evil. Should he believe the wizard that Renfrey was a manipulator and had people under her spell? Uh, or believe Renfrey that this man was off to kill her just because there was... A, he. Uh, she was a threat to him. So are you saying that uh, the Game of Thrones world operated in black and white and it was clear who was good and who was evil? Yeah, it was just like Clerks. Uh, are you, have you seen episode one of Game of Thrones? I have. Where Jamie Throne is an absolute bastard and then is a redemptive actual human being? I don't know if he's redeemed because he makes a terrible choice in the end. Spoilers for Game of Thrones final season, uh, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, he still, does, but... Yeah. He also does a lot of redemptive things. His character arc is like a roller coaster. Uh, It really fucking is. Yeah, he starts from the bottom, goes to the top. He does a reverse rake, really. Because he goes back (laughs) to the bottom. He's at the top, and then he goes (laughs) all the way back to... I don't think you understood Game of Thrones. Uh, I Well, I got really confused. I was like, they never played checkers. They never (laughs) play chess. They never play shoots and ladders. Where are the games? I saw one throne. Where are the rest of the Yeah, thrones? I did like their game of Uno. That was a bold choice to do that for an hour, but, you know. Uh, but whenever they get, had that draw two, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, hashtag uh, draw 25, hashtag checkmate. 
Well, you were just up on the latest memes, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bitch. Yeah, that's what we are, if nothing else, but up on the latest memes. Yeah, we will post yeah. zero of these yeah. memes on our Instagram and Facebook yeah. walls. Because we're cultured. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we have respect for ourselves. Yeah. Okay. And we're embarrassed and don't know how to post things. Uh, so Look at our Facebook for her. <laughs> I drew a thing in the first episode whenever Geralt... Actually, let's I'll back up a little bit. First of all, you knew Geralt You're was... You're backing a, up from the yeah, first episode. Yeah. No, where no, are you no. going? The fight in the first episode where Geralt murders all those dudes. Like, that's... When, you have to admit, that was just a badass moment. Like, whenever just, like, ramming his sword down throats and through skulls. I do have to admit that that was a badass moment. And I will go on record and say that that was the best fight sequence of the entire first season. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. It was um, it was incredible, yeah, it was great. and they're like, "Guess what? Yeah, it's never happening again." Bitch. Was, but of course, that had consequences as well because he got the title of the Butcher of Blaviken mm-hmm. as well and carried that Scarlet Letter with him uh, forever, uh, even though he thought he was making the best choice available to him. Um, I mean, I thought he was kill everybody. It's a pretty good choice. Yeah, <laughs> it's entertaining. Solid, yeah. yeah, I like that fight scene. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, I don't you, have to live with the consequences. So, what did you think of Jennifer in this show? Uh, I really liked both Jennifer and Gerald <laughs> in this show. Uh, no, no. The way of fantasy names is take a real name and change one to two letters. Uh, here's what I liked about Jennifer. Uh, the fact that she was hunchback and then she got sold for less than what a pig would cost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most insulting, ridiculous, wild thing that I've ever seen in my life. And watching the training part, I just wanted some Rocky music and some <laughs> sweet-ass steps. <laughs> She's sweeping her sisters into the pond, plays the, the, the Rocky theme. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I think if you... And I, I'm going to draw back on, on Game of Thrones. Because in Game of Thrones, Daenerys was supposed to have purple eyes. Yes. And they didn't do it. Yes. And everyone was like, God, why didn't they have purple eyes? I think some people, too, at the time were just like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You can't have a character with purple eyes. We'll take two people out. It's kind of ridiculous and weird looking, right? Right? And then you have Yennefer, who, once she makes her transformation and loses her hump back, which, uh, by the way, she's way less sexy without, <laughs> in my opinion, whatever, and her weird overbite yeah. lump in her jaw. She gets purple eyes. I didn't fucking like it. I, I like it. Like, I, I get it. I get why Kim see, I, skipped I, I was on the opposite. Like I liked it. Like I, I thought it worked for her for her character. I mean, her character in the books has purple eyes. Hey, can uh, we agree to disagree because we're pals? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> either we end our friendship or we both agree that either we hate purple eyes or like purple eyes. There's no middle ground well, here. Uh, again, uh, you thought that there was going to be a simple thing that you know we could have a common disagreement on, but on the henchman of comics, that's not how things go. Uh, I really like the actress too that played Jennifer uh, Anya Shaltor, I think it's her name, or Shalarda. Yeah, I, I noticed that when you locked your phone and there was a naked picture of her from The Witcher as your background. Uh, first of all, you it pervert. was not her. It was <laughs> my own art that I drew of myself. Okay, I looked <laughs> in the mirror. Yourself? I sketched with a Crayola marker. Uh, maybe I shouldn't use neon green, but I, I, I think it best accentuates my skin tone. Uh, it is very pale and weird. And of course, blotchy. I probably shouldn't draw on black construction paper, but <laughs> my art is my art, and you can't tell me otherwise. That's true. Uh, is construction paper a thing you just stopped using past elementary school? I, st- I, I literally haven't thought about it until just it. now. Uh-huh. I don't think it exists anymore. Because <laughs> oh, I couldn't find any more green, blue, and yellow trees to cut down. Yeah, that's yeah. why they invented yeah, iPads. So. They ran that's out what of the Lorax was about. Is what warned us about. <laughs> uh, 
But I thought she did a really good job as playing a character that you want to root for, but she's also so stubborn and pigheaded that you also kind of hate Yennefer at the same time. Like, she does a great job of creating someone that, like, oh, even though she's a love interest for girl, she's not a great person. And she kind of sucks at times, too. She's kind of awful and terrible to deal with. Um, I just want to rewind to something else that we said earlier. Because I don't have a ton of notes for this show because I remember pretty well. I just watched it. Uh, but I want to give you my note on the fight scene. I have uh, written, this is what I said. It's I wrote down seven words. Uh, I wrote down, that first big fight scene was wow. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not work for the New York Times or the New Yorker? <laughs> Let's have you doing long form reviews. I actually work for both of them and I submit the exact <laughs> same article to each of them. They just pay you hush money and they're like, maybe he'll stop. No. Uh, I, I liked Jennifer a lot. I thought that she was a complex character and I loved watching her become Baron as a person. <laughs> she was a hashtag girl boss. Like, I'll give you that. Uh, she was badass. Yeah. Like fuck. she was great because even though she was stubborn and frustrating, she took no shit from like anyone. Yeah. Uh, she, she kicked her friends into it, that fucking pool. Yeah, heels. exactly. Oh my God. Uh, her mentor, she's like, you're screwing me. So get the hell out of here. Uh, people she's that, like fuck you yeah. fuck you fuck yeah, you yeah. you're cool uh, she uh, didn't she uh, sacrificed her someone that she was sworn to protect uh, just to try to save a baby god that was dark too the, the baby death that was oh, yeah. such a dark moment um, yeah I think she had big Lizzo energy <laughs> <laughs> but like that, that really even though that scene was super dark and messed up like it helps really explain her motivations even further, even though she says that she wants a baby like that shows like why she wants one so bad too, because she already, she can't have children. She tried to save a newborn and was responsible for its death and unable to protect it. Yeah. So. Which by the way, I want to clarify. I don't think that that exact situation has happened to Lizzo. I don't think she opened up portals to uh, different places on the earth where she was followed by weird demon things with a that they scorpion mantis hunter monster. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think that they killed the baby. She was but you're also not. Wrong. Yeah, you're not an official Lizzo biographer. So I'm not. Yeah, I, and I despite well, numerous tweets. Yeah, I've asked to become that before, and I have gotten zero response from blocked Lizzo. all on all your accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was your favorite monster from season one? Um. You know, the monster aspect of this, and I know that's a big draw for people. Um, my favorite monster was uh, humans themselves. <laughs> Look in the mirror, everybody. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hold the mirror up to society. The we're monster the was monster. who we were <laughs> the whole time. Uh, my favorite monster was that fucking bard that wouldn't shut the fuck oh, up. Jaskier? Oh, uh, Jaskier is amazing. Uh, Jaskier is my favorite character. Uh He's Dandelion in the games and uh, books, but not in the American books. Because uh, I think his name in the original Polish translation means like yellow flower and kind of got lost in translation. Uh, so they kept his original name from the book, which is Jaskier and not Dandelion, like it is in the books, in the American translation. So it got lost in, in translation. Uh, and I, I really see that they got a lot of inspiration from that film with Scarlett Johansson and yes, Bill Murray. 100%. That's, that's where, that's why. Andres, whose last name I can't pronounce, started writing these books because he just watched Lost in Translation over and over again, <laughs> but only the trailer. Uh, uh, you want you want my hot take about about our bard friend? Uh, that you only listen to Toss a Coin to Your Witcher on Spotify e again and again, the EDM version. Oh God, I would rather die. 
I would rather die okay. a thousand terrible deaths. However, I will say his character was amazing. He, he was, was amazing. hysterical. And I will also say that the uh, Toss a Coin song was way fucking overrated. <laughs> uh, at some point, he talks about him being a friend to humanity. What the fuck are you talking about? Is he also a master of karate and friendship? Yeah. What the fuck is happening? He's trying to build a legend. He's trying song. to help his friend. I hate it. Uh, oh, I hate it. Trying to erase the Butcher of Blaviken name. I will say the hook is catchy as yeah. fuck, but the rest of the song is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. In my uh, life. Jessica's best moment too is the episode where they go to kill the dragon. Uh, but whenever he wakes up at the camp and everybody's already gone uh, and he's walking <laughs> down like the slope and he sees the doors like frozen. He's like, are we queuing up for something? <laughs> like that was his best moment in the show. Well, he got like, I like whenever he was arguing with Carol over the gin. And screw that whole thing up. Or whenever he went to go check on Jennifer uh, and Geralt uh, and saw them in the castle. Uh, Fucking. And how much he does not like, how much he does not like Jennifer is great too. Yep. Uh, he's a great character. And I think they used him just the right amount. Because he's not in every story in the, no. in, in the show. So I, I'm for a few episodes. I, I think is like, because you really appreciate him whenever he's on screen. I think so too. And people complaining and being confused. Uh, you really need to just develop a brain. I didn't give my 100% full attention to this. And I mean, be, I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. I really am. I really enjoyed it. The series as a whole. I think it has its flaws. And I think I've pointed them out. Uh, well, I'm so, still waiting for you to say your favorite monster. Oh, yeah. Well, you asked me that yeah, question. Yeah. I was really trying to avoid talking <laughs> about any of these fucking weird ass monsters that, that pop up out of fucking nowhere. Uh, <laughs> you've got the Kiki Moore from the first episode that it opens with. You have the Striga, which was the king's daughter. You have the knight who was the oh, under the the cursed knight. Uh, you have the monster that that one guy killed, uh, even though he was an innocent creature. Uh, you have the dragons. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting some as well too. Oh, you have the one that uh, the townsfolk thought was like a devil torturing them that pelted Geralt. Uh, with darts uh, that knocked him out, and Jaskier with darts. Uh, I will say the uh, the Striga in the fucking castle because it was kind of like it played out kind of like a horror. Episode. That was a horror moment, like 100. percent Like they did a great job with yeah. making that Striga creepy as hell. Yeah, well, it was really really neat. I also liked the opening sequence though, when you see the monster and the Witcher for the first yeah. fucking time, and it was like, uh, this, again, this is my first experience with this wild ass universe um which i don't think personally was developed as well as it could have been and yeah I, they I, didn't i was gonna ask how you because they don't give a lot of backstory they give someone carol especially in later episodes but not a lot of backstory on like witchers in general uh and like their place in the world like you know they're monster hunters uh but that's about i think the extent to where they give me and they talk about mutations but i don't really go into much detail about that or anything like that at all i kind of compare it to lost but being more convoluted in way less direction. Like, I don't know anything about... Like, you watch Game of Thrones, and it's clear what's happening. Yes. People are upset. The Witcher, and you're kind of like, okay. I mean, it's good. I enjoy it. I don't understand everything. But, I, I mean, there are lots of books. There are all kinds of things. Tons of short stories. And, yeah. obviously... Erotic fan yeah. fiction. Yes. I'm sure there's plenty of that out there for this. <laughs> Did you, uh, I mean, did you watch Henry Cavill in that bath? Of course, there's erotic fan fiction. We also got to see some of Triss, who's in the games a lot, uh, and in the books some. 
Uh, she was the wizard. Oh, she's psycho as fuck. I love her. She was the wizard who was working for the king that uh, Geralt employed Geralt to Striga, and she was the one that built the wall of vines whenever the siege was happening, and like the guards were like uh, captured in the wall, like eaten by the wall of vines. Oh, never uh, mind. That's not the one I was. Thinking you're thinking of. of Fringilla, like the evil wizard. No, I'm thinking um, of the one that trained uh, Homegirl, Yennefer. Yeah. Uh, oh, what is her name? I can't remember that character's name right now. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, she was great too because she was very calculated and cold. But she, you, you could tell that she had. She believed she Chisea had a girlfriend. Devry. Uh, something like that. I think it was Phrygia. Not no. Uh, I'm thinking of Phrygia again. Yep. Uh, I mean, I've got it right here on Witcherpedia. Oh, uh, uh, how do you say that? Tisha? I can't remember. Either. Oh, I hey, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what I said, you but stupid bitch. Tisha? Oh, so Tisha? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. That's kind of like some, if that, oh. T-I-S-S-A-I-A, if that is Tisha, that's the most uh, fucking millennial shit I've ever heard in my life. You need to read more fantasy that's not written by George R. R. Martin, okay? Wait. Uh, the only stuff I've read is uh, J.K. Rowling. Uh, and you've read Tolkien, too, haven't you? I actually have only read zero of Tolkien. Oh, really? That surprises me. Yeah. Uh, I would think, think that surprised you. I've watched the extended versions of Lord of the Rings yeah. a dozen times, but I've never read the books. Uh, another character doesn't really Because sh- I don't know how to read. Another character doesn't show up until late, but who's just a badass, I thought. I think his pronounced name was Official Fourth. But the Battle Wizard. His name's what? I can't remember pronounce it. But the Battle Wizard. <laughs> I thought the, you ran through that name yeah, a yeah, quickly. That's what I'm doing. But the guy who could like summon like his swords and like weapons like out of thin air. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And like just teleport. Like he's basically he's basically like Wizard Nightcrawler, essentially, but yeah. with better powers. Yeah. Uh, he was cool, and I would watch like a whole like side movie just about him going on like some quest or mission or adventure. Uh I know that they do have plans they announced to have a Witcher animated movie to bridge the gap between seasons. Uh, so I'm curious to see if they get like Henry Cavill and the cast actually voice their characters uh, in that, uh, which could be interesting for me. That really depends a lot on the animation style. Uh, see if I'll enjoy it. Yeah. I hope they do like a Scotty young thing and make them like kids. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> young baby witcher. Yeah. Uh, there, the show's also already been renewed for season two. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, that it's on pace. I think Netflix said to be their most watched show yes. ever. Uh, and it's only eight episodes too. It, it, it's a short watch. Uh, which absolutely and no episodes over an hour. I don't think either. Maybe no, one. No, there's not. Which is absolutely bizarre to me because Zumbo's just desserts <laughs> came out season two. <laughs> and are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you pieces of shit are watching more Witcher than Zumbo's Until just desserts. An Australian baking competition. The fuck is the problem with this? Is why people hate America. Clearly, uh, even though it's international, but yes, blame it on the Americans. Yeah, um, of course I will. And before we jump to our ratings, all that we did kind of go over a character a bit. Siri, I like Siri's story. She wasn't overdone, but to me, the most rewarding part, I loved seeing Geralt just captured in the castle during the siege of Sentra. Uh, by Nilfgaard. And just seeing him just sit there quietly, just like meditating, just waiting for his moment. Uh, who knows how long he'd been trapped in there. Uh, but watching him murder his way out was pretty great. But seeing their reunion was a great little moment. And uh, I, th- I think a great way to end the first season. Uh, I have thoughts on this. Okay. Um, 
don't think, share them. This is not a. <laughs> I think it would have been a lot more impactful if they knew who the fuck the other person was and had actually met. They didn't know who they were, though. They knew who each other was. Because they felt that connection, that they had that magical it connection. Was a weird sexual energy between the child surprise. And child my, surprise energy. Uh, please go look up uh, the Child Bride song by the whitest kids you know uh, and play that right now. Uh, but I get that they knew who each other was, but it would have been more impactful to me as a watcher of this, not having known this. Yeah, and not as a I, witcher of this. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at some spoilers because I, mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of know, and I got a lot of shit spoiled for me. Yeah. Fucking shit. <laughs> Good Lord, I know it happens for forever. Um, I think it would have been a lot more impactful to have more of a connection. I know that there's going to obviously be one. Yes. But... I didn't see that, and I can only believe what I see. I did like that the show, though, basically showed that, or you can make the argument, that Sintra fell because Queen uh, Catherine, I think it was Queen Catherine, uh, basically kept Geralt from Siri from protecting her. By her locking up, you could argue that fate intervened, and that's why Nilfgaard was so easily uh, able to overthrow uh, yeah. Sintra. What's up with the law of surprise, by the way? that That's a... Uh, it's a really creepy term. Yeah, it, it, it's like a life debt sort of thing. Yeah, uh, that they basically uh, do. It. It's, it's I based off the law of surprise. I think it's based on old Dutch folk, folklore. I want to say, but I'm not positive uh, on that. Uh, I thought it was really well used, and I'm looking forward to season two, uh, which we'll probably talk about next year because I think the show takes a long time to make. Oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, real quick question. A little uh, bit before we get into some of the, this last stuff. Are you gonna ask me about the circle? The TV show, the yeah. circle. No, I'm not okay. asking Just making sure. Show uh, uh, do you think that when the Witcher comes, he says, Oh, Valley of Plenty, instead of like, Oh, God, oh, God, he goes, Oh, Valley of Plenty. So, oh, I, I thought you were saying, like, literally, like, like comes into like a scene. I was, <laughs> I, I was like asking for like his like quote, like, or his battle cry, like, spoon. When he explodes in a sensual way, uh-huh. <laughs> do you think that is his exclamation? Do you think in these olden times, that's the. Instead of like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no. they're like, oh, Valley of Plenty. I don't think so, because I don't think Geralt is ever happy, so being able to express joy in any way. I mean, um, he says fuck a lot. Yes, he does, <laughs> which is very accurate for his character, too. Yeah. So, uh, By the way, that's some of my favorite moments of this entire show, is just him just going, fuck. Yeah, and can we say, Henry Cavill does a great job Henry Cavill is born to play this. Fuck Superman. Yeah. I... Let's can we erase that from the anal of history and, <laughs> and just have him be the Witcher because he does a bang up job. And uh, by the way, Jennifer, who I love as a character, I don't think she's acted that terribly well. Uh, Siri, I'll give the same criticism to um, the lady that plays Jennifer's boss. I'll, I'll yeah. call her. Uh, I love her. Jennifer's girl boss. <laughs> yeah, that she's a bad bitch, and I love her. And Jennifer's a bad yeah. bitch too. But Henry Cavill, yeah, Ooh, you can tell because like he, he like there's, I mean, you probably you don't know Henry Cavill really wanted to play this character and he heavily campaigned to for this role, uh, and he definitely earned it because you can tell that he very much embodied like Geralt through and through. I campaigned in D and D to get this role and it did not work. Uh, it might we might see more of that. Uh, Mark Hamill wants to play Vesemir, uh, who was Geralt's mentor uh, whenever he was raised as a Witcher, uh, in Carmorden. Oh, uh, Valley of Plenty! So maybe we'll get uh, Mark Hamill in season two, which I'm sure you would love. 
I would uh, love. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't love that? Um, I like that you insinuated for a second okay. that, that you weren't going to like that. Emperor Palpatine. That's fair. And Ryan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got against Ryan Johnson? Uh, nothing. In fact, Brooklyn, my favorite films. I like Looper. I like the Brothers Bloom. And then I saw The Last Jedi. <laughs> Can we talk about The Last Jedi for yeah. 20 minutes now? And I'm probably going to see Knives Out next week. Oh, my God. I cannot yeah. fucking wait. When does it come out so I can rent it? Well, it's still in theaters. So I know it. if we're going off 1994 blockbuster time, it'll be at least uh, 18 months. I'm so fucking pissed that that's still in theaters. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm somebody, and some of you guys don't know this. Some of you has a fear of theaters. Definitely don't know this. We call uh, it Abe Lincoln Center. I see all the Oscar films before the Oscars, and I really want to see Knives Out more than yeah. any of these goddamn. At films least eighty percent of you know this already. Yeah, at least, yeah. <laughs> which means that one okay. out of the the two people listening to this. I I don't know if this will work for you, but if you want to see Knives Out, one thing you could do is go to the theaters and watch it. <laughs> I could also illegally pirate it. Uh, no. Is there a way that I can just we support the arts here? We support the arts yes, here. except for like painting and stuff like that because that's not art. Do you support people illegally downloading our podcast? Uh, yes, <laughs> as long as the check clears. <laughs> yeah, uh, God, <laughs> God, God invented pirate radio, the movie for for a reason. Exactly. I was on the movie one. I'm pretty sure that was the message. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's whoa, comics. Whoa, whoa, well, before we do, really, hold no, on, hold I've on, got hold like on. Six, six things to talk hold about, bitch. Well, I think it's too late for you to talk about anything. Actually, no, I don't. I'm done. I'm sorry. Rate it. Scale of one to ten. Scale of one to ten. Uh, I'll give it a, a B on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> that is my first letter grade. Okay, so a B would be an eight. Uh, B minus then. Okay, that's still an eight because that's an eighty-two and an eighty-nine. I'll give it a seven and a half. Okay, wow. And it was it was very watchable. Uh, I don't think they did a, a great job at creating a universe. I think that there was, and you've seen the stuff. So if you're disagreeing yeah. with me, it, fuck you. It, no, it's harder for me because like all the stuff that wasn't said, I already know. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like when I played Pokemon the game and had already seen Pokemon the movie. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Except. I know this is the Kanto region. Why do yeah. they have to say it? Why did he? Why is it a Pikachu? Why does he not pick Squirrel at his starter like every decent person does? <laughs> uh, all I can say is I had a really good time with this. I think this show had its flaws. Um, I think that some of these battle sequences, the last episode and the first episode, really. That was a dark. Battle sequence in the last one, it too. It was. Yeah. That homegirl got her arms yeah. cut off and stabbed. Yeah. It was like 35 minutes, I want to say, all in all, probably. But it was well worth it because the action was so varied in it as well, too. I didn't like that it didn't jump around as much. I always hated in Because you're a big Thrones, House of Pain fan. It. It's <laughs> fucking dumb as shit. Oh, that's why I hate doing this podcast with you, you stupid <laughs> bastard. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry you have an Everlast face tattoo. I can't, <laughs> can't even think about that anymore. It's a scar from yeah. getting punched. <laughs> then you really might know what it's like to be me watching this show. <laughs> I really might know yeah. what it's like. <laughs> Give me your rating. I can't uh, eight out of ten. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
and you're chastising me for a seven yes. and a half? <laughs> you idiot. That's stupid. Give it 0.5 higher or die. Uh, come back next week. We'll be talking about the new issues for January and some of the best ones from December because we never got to December because it was a busy month for us. Uh, but for Infinite Comics, I'm Alex Eschbeck. You know, email at at gmail.com. Wow, you really tried to gloss over our promos here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do have one thing I want to promote. Uh, you can now get my book, Don't Start a Ban, in paperback on Amazon. Yes. This is the uh, first time I'm so So it's available hearing. Uh, it's available uh, for you to prop up next to all the other great authors like Shakespeare <laughs> uh, and Alec Baldwin's autobiography. Uh, what about, you forgot about God. He wrote a book. Uh, first of all, it's pronounced Jod. Okay. <laughs> and I did read it and I really did love Hop on Pop. I thought that was his best work. <laughs> Uh, you have anything else you want to add? Uh, I'm I'm really just happy that you promoted your own work. I think I I touted your book once, mm-hmm. um, but I think I deleted that podcast on purpose, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so you know you wouldn't ever realize that I promoted you. Um, find us on Instagram, Facebook, um, if you want to. Uh, Alex Eschbach is his name. My name is Matt Golden. I didn't say it earlier. Uh, we want to be your Facebook friends. Uh, add me on there so I can just ignore that you added me on there. First and for the comics, I'm Alex Eschback. Uh Like and subscribe and download. And I am uh, Game of Thrones. I don't know. Uh, you're the butcher of this podcast. No, I. <laughs> <laughs>